the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Park. First Baptist Church of College Hill in Tampa has Sunday morning worship services at 7.30 and again at 10. Join them this Sunday. Portions of this hour have been pre-recorded for broadcast at this time. Odyssey. The following program was pre-recorded for broadcast at this time. Up next is Fresh Wind Radio, sponsored by Love First Christian Center. It's time for Dr. Jomo Cousins on Fresh Wind Radio. Do you hear what I hear? Listen to this. The blessings, the the love of God is unconditional. But the blessings of God are based on conditions. I'm going to say it again. The love of God is unconditional. But the blessings are based on conditions. We hope you're excited to hear God's word today on Fresh Wind Radio. We've got some incredible opportunities lined up for you later on in the broadcast to support this radio ministry. But for now, let's get straight to the word with Dr. Jomo Cousins. God is doing something Well, to God be the glory. I'm starting a new series today that uh, I'm really excited about. Uh, this is one of the major questions people often ask me, uh, how to hear God's voice. And uh, this series may end up being six, seven weeks. We'll see what God does. But I believe it's going to be more than four because as I'm studying, there's so much uh, in reference to hearing God's voice. So as we start today, Uh, Part one is entitled, Do You Hear What I Hear? Do you hear me now? Do you hear me now? Do you hear me now? Hallelujah. Now, I I had a question that I wanted to ask you as we jump into this message today. Oh, baby, praise the Lord. If, If God wrote you a personal letter every single day, would you read it? I'm going to ask you the question again. If God wrote you a personal letter every single day, would you read it? I'm going to ask you that question again. If God, the mighty God, wrote you a personal letter every day, would you read it? Here's our challenge. We come to church on Sundays for express mail. Yeah, I need, I need a blessing now, Jesus. So, so we come here on Sundays for express message. And some of us will press our way to Wednesday, priority mail. Give me those, my, uh, those smaller ones. Yeah, 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 yeah. Thank you, thank you, thank you. But what I realize is God has a word for Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. But see, we come for Sunday. 
And it's a good thing. I'm not minimizing Sunday. But what I want you to understand is God speaks every day. So oftentimes we get off course because, see, we're not getting fed daily. <laughs> and then what happens when we need something, we come to God, express priority. Jesus, I need you now. Uh, when you get in a car accident, Jesus, I need you now. When your wife says she's about to leave, Jesus, I need you But God told you a long time ago. But see, you like some of us, you got a whole bunch of mail stacked up. Anybody not pay a bill because you just didn't open the letter up? Truth be told, I didn't have the money, so why even open it up? <laughs> but if God wanted to talk to you every day, how many letters have you not opened? You know, I get a lot of mail. I, I found a letter that we had on my office. It was a check. Had the letter so long, the check expired. I wonder how many checks you've missed not checking your mail. I wonder how many appointments you miss not being where God wants you to be because, see, you don't read your Ooh, that preacher all by itself. We can go home right now. But we're not. Do you hear what I hear? Listen to this. The blessings, the, the love of God is unconditional. But the blessings of God are based on conditions. I'm going to say it again. The love of God is unconditional. But the blessings are based on conditions. In Malachi, Chapter 3, verse 6. This is just a little foundation. Malachi, chapter 3, verse 6 will be on the screen for you. It says this, For I am the Lord, I do not change. So, if God spoke in Genesis to Adam and Eve, do you think he still want to talk to you? Okay, look at the next scripture. Look what Jesus says. I like this. Uh, this, this uh, Hebrews 13, 8. Jesus Christ is eternally changeless, always the same yesterday, today, and forevermore. So if God has not changed, what's the problem with you receiving? Don't worry. This is not a shout me preach service, okay? You're just going to sit here and be like, ooh, ow, e. Oh, but don't worry. I love you. Praise the Lord. Today we're going to be teaching from Psalms chapter 8. Psalms chapter 8. Psalms chapter 8. No, 81, excuse me. Psalms chapter 81. If you don't have your Bible, be on the screen for you. Psalms 81. Look what it says. Hear, O my people, I will admonish you. Admonish means to advise, give you wisdom. And admonish you, O Israel, if you would listen to me. Hmm. If God's saying we need to listen, we have to assume he's saying he's speaking. Is that a pretty good revelation? Verse 9. Let there be no strange God among you nor shall you worship any foreign god. Now, what I believe God was trying to speak to us is things that we allow to turn into gods. Uh, Pastor, what do you mean by that? You can determine what you have created into a god by three categories. This is good stuff to write down for you. The, the key categories in reference to identifying 
what you have made of God. Number one, time allocation. Where you put your time is a great indicator of what you consider a God. Look at his neighbor and say, ooh, it's football season, and I know I put a whole bunch of time into football. Hallelujah. Cheerleading. Whatever, whatever it is. So, time allocation. Talent utilization. Ooh, ooh. The gifts you have, how much of your gifting are you allowing God to use? Jesus. Just write it down. You ain't got to get mad. Write it down and start looking at the totals, and it will tell you what's important to you. Ooh, Jesus. The last one y'all don't like, but I do not care. Money distribution. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, time allocation, talent utilization, money distribution. You will find out pretty quickly what's important to you. Ooh, ooh. Didn't I tell y'all I don't get no help? I ain't worried about y'all. No, no, but, but the reason why he says don't have any of the strange gods, because what happens, uh, if you're not careful, these things will become a god to you. So you have to always keep proper balance. I love football. I love basketball. But once I start seeing that now I don't have time to pray, study, or go to church, it has gotten out of balance. Amen? So you have to just analyze. They're all, nothing's bad with them. It's just if you're not careful, they will turn into an idol. And before you know it, you start making choices based on that versus God. Hmm, 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 hmm. Look at your neighbor and say, I think he might be talking to you. Yeah, 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 yeah. Verse 10. I am the Lord your God who brought you up out of the land of Egypt. Open your mouth wide and I will fill it. Now here in verse 10, God is reminding them what he has done for them. Why is it that God has to remind you what he's done for you? He has to remind them that he brought them out so that they will listen to him. It's nothing worse trying to help somebody who does not want help. And you have to remind them about all the stuff you've done. You have to remind them how much money they owe you. You, you know, because when they get smart, they start having ideas. No, no, no. I, I, <laughs> to God be the glory. Who brought you out. And look, he says, open your mouth wide and I will fill it. You've been listening to Fresh Wind Radio with Dr. Jomo Cousins, Senior Pastor of Love First Christian Center in Riverview, Florida. Hello, family. I'm so excited to come today and discuss all the amazing things that God is growing. My latest book, Prayer Life, The Conversation, has officially launched, and I can't wait for you to get it in your hands. In this book, I share my journey on the power of prayer. I talk about how it became known as the prayer guy. I speak on the 18 reasons for unanswered prayer, 10 conditions for answered prayer, five benefits of daily prayer, Hannah's five keys to her prayer success, Hezekiah's seven-step prayer model, and the sevenfold ways to pray to get answers. Throughout this book, I even do a daily journal to where you can log your conversation with God. 
Get this book in your hands. You can get it from Amazon.com or JomoCousins.com. Again, JomoCousins.com. Get your book today. Give someone the gift of prayer. God bless you. It's Pastor Jomo. Hey, did you know you can join Dr. Jomo Cousins each weekday morning for 20 minutes of prayer to start your day? That's right. Monday through Friday at 6.30 a.m. Eastern, Dr. Jomo hosts a prayer conference call. It's a great way to begin your day in communication with the Father. The number to call in is 712-432-0075. Again, the number is 712-432-0075. You simply enter the access code 101-804. Again, the access code is 101-804. For more information or to leave a prayer request for Dr. Jomo to pray over, please visit our website at freshwindradio.com. And now, let's get back to the Word. Listen to another, another voice. Now, listen to me carefully. Listen to me carefully. You are where you are in life based on the voices you heeded and the choices you made. I'm going to say it again. You are where you are in life based on the voices you heed and the choices you made. Okay, let me say another way. Uh, If you've ever been in a fight, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I remember this young brother, Moochie. That was his name. I don't know how to smell it, spell it, but his name was Moochie. Moochie was probably about 6869. Moochie had the afro. I had the dreads. Moochie, uh, he liked to play basketball, but he was not a great basketball player. I, on the other turn, was not great, but better than good. So... Don't test me. (laughs) Anyway, with that, during recess at lunch, we'd play basketball. At this time, I was dunking, so Moochie decided he was going to block my shot. And I just love when people want to block your shot, because that's when you could really get the good dunks. You know, so after I dunked on him, I kind of said something smart, because that's usually what you do. So I dunked on him and said something. Then after I said something, uh, Moochie went and got the, the broom from the janitor and swung it at me. The broom missed. But I knew that this was not the end of the story. Anybody know about that when you grow up? When, when stuff pop off, it's only a matter of time before you start fighting. So that happened. So then my friend said, Jomo, you know you're going to fight Moochie before the week out. I said, nah, man. So then I go home, and now my friends and I are shadow boxing. Because you know the fight's going to happen, but you just don't know when. <laughs> Jesus, help us. So now I'm shadow boxing, and I'm getting myself so hyped because I know the fight's going to happen. Now, children, don't listen to anything I'm saying right now. But there's some days where you're just going to have to fight. Okay? You don't want to fight, but fights come to you. So I'm sitting in front of uh, Mr. Masuda, Mr. Masuda class, and uh, he was the athletic director at the school. And I'm sitting there with my foot on the wall. A little tenderoni came by. (laughs) 
So I'm talking to her, encouraging her. <laughs> you call it what you want to call it. I was I didn't know Jesus yet. This is pre-Jesus. So I'm just sitting there talking to the young lady. And I saw Moochie come around the corner from the end of the hall. Now, you know when you're about to fight, you have a radar up. So I saw him come around the corner. He had that look. If you, if you don't know the fight look, it's like a, you know, the, it's, <laughs> it's definitely not a smile. Anybody know when you're about to fight you? And they walk with a head kind of to the side. And <laughs> I saw him come around the corner. I said, okay, let me, let me pay attention. And for some reason, I'm talking to the lady. Next thing you know, I said, God, and he caught me. And uh, I, I'm just, I'm a wrestler. You know, if anybody grew up in my time, we all watched WWF. Come on, let's be honest. Every, everybody, that's what you did. You got to watch. So as soon as I felt it, I grabbed him by the legs. And, and then we, uh, so now I'm hitting the man. And uh, Mr. Masuda came and got me off, and they took me to the office. And they said to me, Jomo, I can't believe you're fighting in school. And I never understand. He said, why didn't you come tell us? Who going to tell you? Who, who going to come and tell you? I don't know if I'm going to get whooped today. But <laughs> there's a high possibility that a beatdown going to happen. Now, I don't know where it's going to happen at. But if it do happen, just get ready. I said, I said, I said that don't even make sense. How am I supposed to tell you a fight going to happen? When you get hit, you start, you just respond. What does that do to your sermon? I don't know. <laughs> yes, Jesus. Bring it back. No, no, no. What it was, Omar, my, my, my friend, and Derek, we walked to school together every day. So Derek said, you know you got to fight him. Omar said, let's shadow box. So I'm walking to school, and my friends are telling me that I'm going to fight. So when I look back over the mistake, because you know you got suspended and all the other stuff, it was the voices I heeded and the choices I made. Because truth be told, half the time when we get caught up, it's because you're listening to somebody else. Come on, come on. Girl, put it on bricks. Girl. She's from St. Pete. She's straight hood. You felt that in your spirit, didn't you? <laughs> all flesh. That's all flesh. <laughs> see, see, if you look back at some of the choices you made, there was always somebody in your ear. You ain't going to let them talk to you like that, are you? You better whoop them. You better whoop them. And what is They call it jumper cables. There's somebody around you. When you say, you know what, I'm going to work on my marriage. Now, nah, girl, I leave him. Now, if, if I leave him, who am I going to hang with? Well, you know, I'm single too. You might as well come over. Y'all heard that conversation before. <laughs> so I got to be mindful that oftentimes when I find my place, myself in bad spots, it was the voices I hated and the choices I made. 
Your life is based on these three things, choices, decisions, and consequences. Oh, write this down for the rest of your life. Choices, decisions, and consequences. You are where you are based on the choices, decisions, and not checking out the consequences because there's a consequence to each action. So God will speak to you. And you have to be able to discern it's God. Now, Pastor, how do I know it's God? Well, God's not going to say put sugar in his tank. God's not going to say put his car on bricks. God's not going to say cut him. God is not going to say, no, no, no. No, some of y'all say, I don't know if it's God. God's not going to say kill him, kill him, kill That's not God. So some of you get confused because, see, look, God will not go against his character. He is love. He says, love your neighbor. He says, forgive them for they know not what they do. That's God. So you have to fight that urge of your flesh. Because the flesh says, you cut me, I'll cut you. You cuss me, I'll cuss you. And you got to fight that flesh because the flesh is real. Especially when you get to the place of that anger where your chest starts getting warm. See, some of you have been saved from cussing, but every now and then it bubbles up. <laughs> Anybody still working on that cussing spirit? <laughs> oh, we got some honest people today. Lord Jesus. <laughs> I was wondering. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. We're, we're, we're all working on, everyone say we're working on something. Hey, Pastor Charmaine, how you doing? Praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Uh, <laughs> the sheep that are my own hear my voice and listen to me. I know them and they follow me. Question, who you follow? Your life is an indicator of who you follow. If someone followed you, what would they learn? Do they know how to roll a blunt? Do they know how to sip on some scissor? No, 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 let's be honest. If someone followed you, what would you teach them? Am I too real for y'all? The steps of a good man. Ooh, 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 ooh. Let's get back. Let's get back into Psalms 81. Look what he says, verse 11. But my people would not listen to my voice. And Israel did not consent to obey me. So I gave them up to the stubbornness of their own heart, to walk in the path of their own counsel. Get away from people who have your problem. Get around people who have your answer. I'm going to say that get away from people who have your weakness. Get around people that have strengths you want. Because if not, the weakness will enable weakness. Weakness begets weakness. Get away from that. Why? Because they will make you feel comfortable in your sin. That's why you see those who have issues all hang together. Because nobody going to check them on their stuff. Oh, Jesus, I might hurt somebody's feelings. Praise the Lord. Ah, look what he says. 
Go to Psalms 1. Psalms 1. Look what it says. This is good. This is good. Blessed and fortunate, prosperous, and favored by God is the man who does not walk in the counsel of the wicked, nor follow their advice or example, nor stand in the path of sinners, nor sit down to rest in the seat of scoffers, ridiculers. Now, this is good teaching, okay? This is good teaching. If you look at part, the first part, it says, blessed is the man who does not walk. Everyone say walk. Then you go to stand. Then we say sit. This is the progression of sin. Oh, I'm teaching you. What happens, you start walking by it. <laughs> then before you know it, you're standing up next to it. No, no, this is game. You need to understand the game. Before you know it, you're sitting all up in it. See, see, before you met the person you with. Oh, that Lord Jesus. That girl fine. You know what? Let me just. Am I telling the truth? It, it starts by walking by it. Then before you know it, you're standing up next to it. And before you know it, you slap up in it. You've been listening to Fresh Wind with Dr. Jomo Cousins, Senior Pastor of Love First Christian Center in Tampa, Florida. If you've been blessed by the word today, you can pick up a copy of today's message or any of our other great teaching series by simply visiting our website at freshwindradio.com. All of us at Fresh Wind want to thank you for listening and for your continued support to this radio ministry. If you'd like to support Fresh Wind Radio, you can do so by visiting our website, at freshwindradio.com and simply clicking the donate tab. Thanks again.